Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. He'll show up. Okay. But what happens if you say it more than three times? Like, then it goes away? I don't know. If you say it ten times, they'll start putting his face on the shirt. (laughs) I knew that was coming. (laughs) Starts to appear on the cover of the DVD. No, I I would like to go up to the Ghostbusters firehouse and do a chalk outline of a door on the side of it and just walk through. (laughs) And be like, Ernie Hudson, Ernie Hudson, Ernie Hudson. Knock three times. Yeah. Yeah. Draw a door. Uh, draw, draw a door. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Uh, hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome to What's episode uh, 80 of Yes Have Some Podcast. Whoa. 80, huh? 80. We've done this 80 times. And we're still doing the show. We're still doing it. We're here. Y'all uh, still got that show? We've been on a, I'm not going to call it a hiatus because we've been extremely busy doing Yes Have Some related things. We've been hustling. We've been hustling and bustling. Oh, there's been some bustle. Uh, I bustled, mm-hmm. and uh, but we're back now because there's a shit ton going on in the world of pop culture and cinema, and uh, we feel like it's time for us to start talking about it again. How do you guys feel? Yeah, uh, I feel worn out from what we've been doing mm-hmm. and uh, ready to talk about movies again. Yeah, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about some movies, and I guess... We won't go too detailed into our goings on over the weekend, but we, uh, I don't think it's any secret that we've been doing some. We were posting pictures. I think people who are listening group therapy or follow us on Facebook know. Right. I think we hadn't, we've been kind of being quiet about it. And I think the reason we've all been being very quiet about it is because I think deep deep down inside we were a little scared. Maybe it wasn't going to happen. Jake, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, I'm not going to spoil this. I was like, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to jinx it. Well, there's there's always a chance it could fall apart, which I guess, you know what? There's still a chance it could fall apart, but it's done. Yeah. It's It's in the can. I know. And we, it's done and we have showed people that something is happening. So something it's is out. happening. Yeah. Um, I was like texting with my brother a picture of the set, and he was like, whoa, what's that? Th- what is that set for? And I was like, oh, our YouTube show, have I not even told you? Like, I've been underground <laughs> preparing for this. Right. And also secretly wondering if it would actually happen, because, yeah. I mean, we've never, we haven't taken on something this, like, enormous. I'll say this. So. We, we, we're, we're, lo- we're relaunching our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a Yes Have Some uh, YouTube show. And there's more details to come, but we had a ton of fun uh, filming, and it was definitely a big undertaking. It was a bonding experience. I think we all had those feelings of this maybe was a little bit uh, like biting off more than we could chew, mm. but it turned out great. Literally. Some of it was a little hard to chew. <laughs> hey. <laughs> listen. Yeah. Um, uh, as a Well, I won't go there. <laughs> Uh, just don't expect a lot of Chewbacca talk, like at all, or any, like not once, any, yeah, like yeah. not once. Uh, but that, but there's some chewy things. There's some chewy things, and so we'll have more details on that as we go <laughs> along. But uh, we're we're not going to get too far into it because right now we're here to talk about Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. We're here to talk about Star Wars: The Last Jedi comes out tomorrow night, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't know. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like I love big movie releases. They're very stressful. We all know, like, we've all been avoiding 
Should we do like a quick what's stressing? Because I know right off the top what's stressing me out the most about movies and going to see movies. Are you talking about impromptu what's yeah, stressing Yeah, impromptu. Right uh, <laughs> you probably know exactly what this is, Craig, too, well, but I feel like we, should, we, like, we need to share it and get it off our chest. I do want to do one more housekeeping thing before we do that. Okay. Um, friend of the podcast and listeners, Zach Crago, sent us an awesome care package in the mail. I know he'd been working on it for a while. He let us know it was coming. Had some vintage toys mm-hmm. and stickers and cards. Handmade stuff, new uh, stuff, old stuff. No, Ghostbuster stuff, Terminator yeah. stuff, Jurassic Park stuff. Stephen um, King stuff. Mm-hmm. It was really, really cool. We really appreciate stuff like that. Uh, he went out of his way to send us a little uh, Christmas care package, and we wanted to thank him. Um, hey, listen, we love getting stuff in the mail. Um, so, yeah, so thank you to Zach, and uh, we really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Abby, you want to do what's stressing? You stressed out? Yeah, I was uh, alluding to my stress, which I think you're probably feeling too. We've got tickets to see The Last Jedi tomorrow um, at a nice theater. It's definitely my favorite theater to go see premieres at. But the thing about it is we don't have reserved seats, so we're going to, is it a 7 or a 7.30? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock, so I don't know what time we're going to show up for this thing and what kind of seats we're going to get and who we're going to have to, like, fight off and, like, what the line situation's going to be. So I'm a little bit stressed about that. Yeah. Extremely stressed. I kind of, I feel like for the last couple of years, all of the theaters in Atlanta have kind of gone to reserved seating, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't want to see The Last Jedi in 3D for the first time seeing it. Uh, we wanted just the regular cut, so we opted to go for a non-reserved regular screening, and because of that, um, we're just going to have to get to the theater like multiple hours before it starts, and I don't mm-hmm. think I've done that since maybe like The Dark Knight 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, Jake, what's your last Jedi situation for tomorrow night? Um, I don't even have like solid plans. I'm just going to pick a movie time and just go because I live in Valdosta and our theaters aren't crazy like they are up there and they don't have reserves. We have one theater. We don't have reserved seating and I don't think there's ever been like danger of anything selling out. So I'll just, I'll pick a time and, uh, and I'll go to it. Well, we should just go to Valdosta. Like normal people. Hey. That would hey, solve all the stress. I actually agree. What's everybody's <laughs> excitement level? I know that we've all been kind of caught up with Star Wars lately. and Dude, I feel like I've been on the Death Star. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I've been distracted with, with so much going on that I haven't really been able to kind of sit down and put a lot of thought or let my expectations build up too much. So Mm -hmm. um, I think that might actually end up being better Mm -hmm. because God, when you get super hyped, the odds of it living up to those expectations are pretty, I don't know. It doesn't happen always. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jake, how are you feeling? You excited? I I feel kind of like you do. I think uh, we had a lot to do over the last couple of weeks and especially the last weekend was very busy for us. And, uh, to me, it's almost like I'm almost like kind of checked out. Like I'm excited that there's a Star Wars movie coming out, but I'm also, I don't know. It's like there's nothing. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to go see this movie. Like It's almost like it hasn't hit me yet. Right. It's just hitting me like right now. I'm like, yeah. oh, well, what, what shirt am I going to wear? And then I realized I have like <laughs> 500 Star Wars shirts. Yeah. I actually feel like I'm probably more like steeped in Star Wars than possibly ever since we went to Celebration this year. And, you know, doing what we did over the last couple of weeks creatively, it's like, you know, I feel like I'm deep in and I'm probably the most yeah. ready as I've ever been. But also, like, I haven't been watching the trailers or, you know, uh, reading articles. I've tried to stay away. I know the Rotten Tomatoes score, but, like, I'm trying to keep as, as distant hey, as possible. Do you think listeners to the show are getting mad at us because we're dancing around, like, they just want to know what we're working They just on. want to know what There's we did. We're not going to tell you. Hey, listen, guys. Trust me. We're not telling you. So get over it. Get off you know, your high I, horse. <laughs> get off your uh, tauntauns. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think tomorrow I'll probably put on uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah. And that's probably what's going to do it. Like, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll probably be at work. I'm going to put Force Awakens on. And I'm going to be like, oh, my God. This is happening tonight. Yeah. I'm just going to be mad sitting in the theater when Daisy Ridley's on screen. I'm going to have to tell everybody to leave the theater so I can have some alone time. Yeah. it's been two years since <laughs> yeah. I've seen my girl. It's been a while. And I just don't want to share her. I don't even want to share her with Luke Skywalker. I'm like, She's going to be mad at you. I want to train her. 
Uh, yeah, she's gonna Luke, be mad at you for that little. She's gonna be mad at you for that little fling you had with uh with, with the, uh Rogue One. Jones? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, that lasted like a day. Yeah. I was like on the Felicity Jones bandwagon for a, about a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do you like it? That lasted a day. What was it? A week? Uh, <laughs> and uh, then I I jumped back. Daisy's my girl, and mm. I love her. And it's not because she's beautiful. It's because she's a strong. Jedi, mm-hmm. we, I think. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> maybe, right? Maybe. Maybe. Sith or something. Yeah. I don't know. Tomorrow on. night, it's all, uh, it's all, uh, we'll it all it changes. I kinda... Hey, right now, right now, you know what we should do? What's the craziest twist that could happen in Star Wars tomorrow that we don't know now that we might know tomorrow night? Go. Kylo Ren has a vagina. Whoa. Or he I get, a, or I don't think that's a twist. No, well, no, he, do, at the beginning of the movie, he doesn't, but he, acquires one by the end <laughs> that's fantastic that's um and then that's the my third, prediction the third film in the trilogy is all about him learning how to use it yep mm-hmm. yep do the exercises <laughs> get that mirror vaginas are strong in my family using the force uh-huh. i had one you can force choke my father had one force clench my sister force had kegel. one <laughs> I'm just doing my own thing. Uh, I don't know, Jake. What? what let, in all seriousness, what? What is the? Cr- oh my god, it's it's hitting me. What? I want to go watch the Last Jedi right now. Mm-hmm. Somebody make it happen for me. Okay, Jake. What's the craziest uh, thing? Let's have this conversation. Let's just do it. Ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't plan on going here. What is the craziest thing that could happen? And it'll be <laughs> funny because we're going to release this episode the afternoon of the Last Jedi. So by the time people are listening to it. Our predictions. Some are, people. Some people have seen. Them. Yeah, our predictions yeah. will either be spot on or wow, they don't. They don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think. A, I think a pretty crazy thing that might be in the realm of possibility is uh, Kylo Ren and Ray really? both switching sides. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, I see. I feel a face turned. Jesus Christ! Like that seems insane, and like I don't want that. We're would, talking, but it would. I don't want it because you, because everybody loves Ray, you know. And you're like, she's gonna be. You watch Force Awakens, and you're like, oh, she's gonna be like the savior of this entire thing, mm-hmm. right? But then you're like, you see that little bit of Kylo kind of already turning in the first. Like he's got doubts about the dark side. Yeah. Right? And you're like, what if they both turned? That would be insane. It would be something completely different, which is what they're saying about this movie is like, it's there's a crazy thing that's going to happen that you're not expecting. (laughs) That is what it could be. Imagine all the like, okay. Imagine all of the little girls who are like obsessed with Ray, like leaving the theater crying. (laughs) She kills Luke. (laughs) She just starts murdering Porgs. (laughs) Like, man, like She's kicking him. Imagine yeah. if the second Wonder Woman God, did movie. Did you say Ray kills Luke? Ugh. Oh, yeah, Jesus. is that upsetting? Or is... that's my crazy call? Oh my! That's God. the crazy thing that I'm gonna say. Um, I yeah, I don't one. know. I mean, listen, what what we're talking about here in, in the world of professional wrestling, it's called a double turn. It's mm-hmm. one of the hardest things in the world to pull off, but it happened perfectly executed at WrestleMania 13. Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. If you have the WWE Network, go check it out. At the beginning of the match, Steve Austin was the bad guy. Bret Hart was the good guy. And by the end of the match, they had switched roles. And uh, I don't know, man. Jake? Ab? B? Mm-hmm. That's your name? Ab is good, too. Those are two bold <laughs> Face turn, heel turn. But neither one, like both of those things are things I think people have talked about. Like, Is there something that could just be so... Like, wow. I would prefer that to them to like a blood relation reveal where it's like, because I toyed with that idea of like our Kylo and Ray brother and sister like separated at birth. How would if Leia's, you know, like how would she lose a kid kind of a thing? Like, how does that happen? I feel like it's more interesting to have them cross over and like go through that progression and change as characters. Well, here's the thing we know about star Wars. It's always about family and it's always about the Skywalker family Mm -hmm. and, uh, lineage is a, a giant part of it. So there's a reason, like we found out in the first movie that, um, Kylo Ren was obviously the son of Leia and Mm -hmm. Han Solo. There is a reason why they have not revealed Ray's last name or given her, like we are going to find out, where she came from and it's like 
I'm not going to be disappointed with whatever it is because there's only so many possibilities, which are she's related to Luke, she's related to Obi Wan, mm-hmm. she is a some like somehow a uh I don't know, another virgin birth, like similar to Anakin Skywalker, or possibly something else. Like I don't think it's just gonna be like, oh, it's some Jedi we've never heard of. So right. there's only so many possibilities. Yeah. Um but then again, I'm not Ryan Johnson and I don't wanna True. be the guy to be like there's only four things you could possibly do. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what, like, right. and then I, we walk out of the theater like, I did not see that coming at all. Right. Um, so maybe she's, maybe she's Yoda's daughter. Maybe Ray's what if, 800 years old. <laughs> what if Ray accidentally kills Luke during training and then she has to, like, she gets back on the Millennium Falcon and, like, flies back to everybody and she's like, oh, I couldn't find him. It's weird. <laughs> he's not. He wasn't. I, he just wasn't there. She's so, like, like R two yeah. had the wrong map or that, something. I don't yeah, know. he yeah. must have left. He he. She has to kill Chewie. Like, doesn't Chewie go with her? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, who who went with her? It was just R two, right? Yeah, yeah. She destroys R two. Yeah, yeah. That droid R2, sucks. Yeah, he fell apart. Like R two into there. the ocean. Yeah. That map was no good, so <laughs> right we're gonna have to start over. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I think, like we just. I think you guys are crazy. I don't even think Luke Skywalker is real because <laughs> I haven't met him. <laughs> um, that's what that now that would be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be funny. That's um, what I'm hoping I see tomorrow. Or or she kills Luke, and then the whole rest of the movie is like Weekend at Bernie's, but Star Wars. <laughs> Oh, Luke's fine. And and it's like, oh, and she like has to train a bunch of porgs. No, wait. To like be in his clothing yes. and to move around. And no, shit. it's like Weekend at Bernie's too. And every time the cantina music plays, <laughs> Luke's just dancing around. I just saw like a little porg face underneath his hood that yeah. made me laugh. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah, like the Muppets. Little, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a bunch of and, them operating. And it's like, oh, cool. They're wearing Luke's trench coat. Right. <laughs> um, okay. I like what we're spitballing here. Hey, I'll watch that. I feel I'll like watch that. we could be seeing the future of the uh, trilogy here. Uh, another question: <laughs> Any chance Han Solo's in this movie in any capacity? Flashback. Mm, yeah, flashback. Flashback. I think. Possibly. I think. I think we're gonna get. I think we'll probably get some sort of flashback of him, Luke, and Leia together. Yeah. In between the events, you know, of they, they might be <laughs> digitally. Yikes! We're, younger. It's a, uh, it's it's a scene that takes place right after Return of the Jedi ends, and it's just the three of them, and they're like, and Han and Luke's like, well, what should we do now? And Han's like, me and Leia are gonna go make children. What are you gonna do, Luke? He's like, I'm gonna find the last Jedi temple. See you guys later. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> the backstory's been filled in. There it is. Um. <laughs> So, well, between Kyle and like, Christopher, I'm going to go wash my dog. Come on, Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> the big, we find out that Chewbacca is actually a, uh, Wookiees are dogs. Like, they're actually dogs. <laughs> they're just the evolution of dogs. Uh, are we going to get... All right, let's just keep going with this. Uh, are we going to get a flashback scene that shows the time that Maz Katana had... Was that her name? Maz mm-hmm. Cantina? What's her name? Maz Katana. Maz. Having, Has a cantina. She had a relationship with Chewie, I think. I think they had a fling. Would you guys want to watch that? Yeah, I'd pay. <laughs> but did she But did she actually have a fling? She just likes she him. Like- I think she just likes j- I just think she likes him. Yeah. What's not to like? Mm-hmm. He, ain't, he ain't into that. He ain't yeah. into that. He must have been so brave. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies like Chewie. I mean, he's cute. He's <laughs> fluffy. He's, he's soft to the touch. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I imagine. Laughing Somebody asked, I remember somebody, Fuzzball. Someone submitted a question asking what kind of conditioner they thought Chewy, or what kind of conditioner we thought Chewy used. Probably herbal essences. Yeah. Because he's like making the. You think so? I can't. I'm too tired to make a Chewbacca I, noise. I know. We'll add it in post. We'll do it. Who, who's <laughs> sick of hearing that? <laughs> uh, which camera am I looking at? <sighs> but uh, so yeah, we got Last Jedi. I, I know. Now I'm, I was. Now I'm hyped. Like yeah. I now, yeah. now that there's a chance of uh, dece- weekend at Luke's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that we think that's on the table, we're gonna oh, get man. there even earlier tomorrow. Also, what if there's a scene where Luke and Ray are traveling back to meet up with Leia, and they get into a huge fight, and then uh, uh, Ray breaks off and from Luke, and Luke trades in the Millennium Falcon for that little motorbike that Jim Carrey finds. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. Yes. 
<laughs> they're like on hall, and he's like, he comes up, you know. Fair, I know what's happening. What if that happens, guys? Uh, okay. Um, we talk about a mashup. <laughs> so, what other movies can we steal from? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't think Luke's dying in this movie. I don't think because Han Solo's death was such a shock in the last one and a point of contention. I don't. Mm. I think someone's gonna die in this movie. Well, I think. I mean, I think. Guys, is gonna die. I think Kylo Ren's gonna die in this movie. Yeah, I think yeah. because he. I always get. The... I think we're getting a double death. I think we're getting two of them. God, I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't think Leia's gonna die in this movie. I mean, unless that was the original plan, but like it would just be. <laughs> they weird. said there were no rewrites, correct? Yeah, it would be weird to have a, the trilogy and like oh, each one a new character from the old like dies off. Like that's true. That's true, but like how I just don't understand how else they're gonna explain no Leia in the third film. Maybe she just gets fired. Mm-hmm. They're like guys, they're like, oh wait, you're awful at this. <laughs> yeah, like you have been... let three Death Stars <laughs> be like just go away. Right. Oh my god. Maybe she just quits. Maybe she's like, hey, you know what? Like, she retires. My, my son just killed my 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 husband. Yeah, yes. she wants to go um, chill out. Yeah, my son just did the thing I've wanted to do for thirty years. <laughs> oh man. You guys notice how tight Han Solo's pants are in The Force Awakens? Mm. He's looking good. He's good. Um, so, anyways, we will be uh, we'll be breaking down the Last Jedi uh, in a full a full review next week. Um, I know all of us like to wait until we see the box office numbers, and I know that we're I'm going to see it multiple times this weekend. There's no way yeah. I'm going to see this mm-hmm. movie multiple and we're, times. And we're going we're gonna to hit those spoils, so we should give it a couple yeah, days. Yeah, give it a couple days. Mm-hmm. Give everybody a chance to see it. Uh, give George Lucas a chance to see it and talk about how it's not what he would have done. Mm-hmm. And right. then uh, we'll, we'll all get back together next week, mm-hmm. and we'll uh, start thinking about Episode Nine and how J.J. Abrams is going to fuck it up for everybody. <laughs> um, oh, real quick. Another bit of Star Wars news. Thank you for the stress, Abby. I You're really welcome. appreciate. It. I think that I think the yes have some listening audience appreciates it. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit. I don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast about. Oh God, I'm going to butcher his name again. The director of Thor Ragnarok, Tiki Watiki. Tiki Watiki. I should. I should. <laughs> somebody look up his name. It's close. It's I. It's not that. Taika. It's Taika Watiki. Uh, or as Abby just looked up, Tiki Barber. Uh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Yeah, Taika there Waititi. Uh, you know, he publicly said he wanted to direct a Star Wars movie. Kathleen Kennedy said she'd love to. Well, news broke today that the long-rumored Boba Fett movie is still in production. Jesus and his Christ. name is attached to it. Uh, so, Jake, there's some conflict that. for you. Yeah, well, it's like it could be good though, because Thor Ragnarok was great. I, I like mean, the I'll direction. Take a Boba Fett comedy. Yeah. Jake says no, thank sure. you. Sure. Yeah. Maybe Boba Fett. This is it. Well, when would it take place? Because he's dead. God, who cares? Let's cross that bridge. Who cares about there. exactly? Who cares about Boba Fett? Mm-hmm. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. No. Why we all, have no idea. They're all wrong. Yeah. All wrong. Uh, you guys want to talk about Jurassic World? I guess. That was good. You should keep you just keep doing that. Yeah. Here, hold on. Wait, you guys keep doing that and I'm gonna give it some voiceover. Life cannot be contained. Life breaks free. That's all I got. I, well, I liked it. We just lost all of. Our I think it's better than the trailer. <laughs> uh, we are very sorry yeah. for what just yeah, happened. That was, you know, no, that was good. That was good stuff. Hot take: good. Jurassic Park is John Williams' best score. Oh, uh, that's not a hot that's take. That's like, absolutely one hundred percent. correct. There are people I stand who, behind that. There are people who contest that E.T. and Jaws are better scores than <clears throat> Jurassic Park. They're both good, but they're not better than Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. We are dropping bombs. It's true. All right, cool. So last week, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, the trailer is out. After a couple of days of teases and kind of stop and go, false starts, we got the full trailer. We love Jurassic Park around here. It's one of the reasons why we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. Jacob it's one of my Walsh. first stresses with Jurassic mm-hmm. World, actually. Um, 
let's just talk about it. Let's break it down. I mean, we've all been looking forward to the trailer. Uh, Jake, what'd you think? Well, um, I don't think it's the greatest trailer to exist, uh, but I kind of like... <clears throat> so the trailer's fun for sure, but I feel... It, it makes me just wonder, and I, I feel like we talk about this a lot. Why is Why is it not like... Whose job is it to cut trailers? Is it just... There should just be a group of people who that's what they want to do, that's what they learn to do, and they do it well. Because I feel like trailers for some movies, like Star Wars, uh, I don't know, are great. And then, like, the trailer for Jurassic World, a trailer for any movie in the Jurassic Park franchise, it should be a better trailer than what we got. It's It's not awful, but it's just like it was it's just a little weird and it was kind of silly. Um, but I I remember the first Jurassic World was it was kind of the same. The trailer yeah. was like it was just kind of a weird trailer. And Jurassic World itself, while being nothing like Jurassic Park, it's still a really fun movie and it still has a bunch of dinosaurs and, uh, you know, was to me, I think, better than the last two films in the franchise. So. I was kind of expecting it to be like that. I was like, okay, I should expect another Jurassic world movie, not like a Jurassic park. Yeah. Right. So, so when I saw the trailer, I was like, cool, that's, that's, that's kind of what I, that's what I, that's what I expected. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I liked seeing, you know, all the dinosaurs. I wish, uh, I feel like I'm pretty sure I predicted on the show a couple months back that they would have Jeff Goldblum saying life finds a way in the trailer. But I feel like they didn't use that to the most like effective. No, they didn't. I felt like, yeah, yeah, it it was, it was weird. It was almost hidden. You couldn't, it didn't stand out the way that it really should for being like the best line and the most iconic said by him from the original. So I feel like it could have been, I feel like, uh, so they, they show the T-Rex in the trailer, which, you know, they they were kind of hiding the T Rex for the first film, and and it's not it's not bad to not hide it any like we saw it recently. You know what I mean? Right. It's like don't you don't have to hide them anymore. We we saw her, so yeah. They they show her like save them basically and do this really great, you know, roar with the volcano in the background, and yeah. it's the it's the like best looking shot in the trailer, and I feel like that should have been the button at the end of it. Like it should have been right. Jeff Goldblum saying. At the very end of the trailer, life finds a way. Cut to that. Cut to that T Rex. Yeah. yeah, it's like there was some good stuff in that trailer, but the way it was diced almost took the momentum out and like yeah. drained some of the emotion that you wanted to feel. It's weird because it's like with these with these big tentpole movies, like the trailers are always kind of the same. They, we've talked about it like uh, a lot. We've probably yeah. worn it out, um, but. It, it hits some good beats. Like, the weirdest thing to me is that they're trying to explain the plot, like, with voiceover. Which they should have just said, hey, isn't this a lot like what happened right after Jurassic Park? Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. in Jurassic World, or yeah. Jurassic Park, The Lost World? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is mm-hmm. the same plot. It's just weird because it's like, yeah, we, I get you. I hear you, Jay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same. It's the same movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, no... Uh, What's his face? Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Vince Vaughn is well, they're, they're, hide, they're hiding him. He's going to be No Vince there. Vaughn with his weird, like, uh, not fitting well. Uh, Hat? Cable rib, sweater? Ribbed sweater. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's like, I took pictures of lions. I can do dinosaurs, too. Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> that's actual dialogue for the movie. So <laughs> the trailer has voiceover that is explaining, like, why... Like, what's going on? They're like, there's a volcano on the island. It's going to blow up. We have to save the dinosaurs. These ghosts can kill people. Exactly. Like, why the... It's we... Everybody going to see Jurassic World knows there's going to be dinosaurs. There's going to be Chris Pratt. There's going to be cool stuff happening. Yeah. Nobody needs to... like That voiceover convolutes it and takes away from what are stunning images that should stand on their own and probably be paired with better music. I didn't like that, like, synthy violin. Remix. Yeah, I didn't... I wasn't into that. I felt like there could have been a better use of the original score, which is awesome, so... I think the thing that's tough with Jurassic Park is, like, we've been seeing... There's been... There's four Jurassic Park movies... 
starting in 93. So we're talking like we're going to be coming up against 30 years, a couple years down the road. So seeing dinosaurs isn't all that like mind blowing anymore. We've seen great looking dinosaurs on screen. We need to see them in the ocean with the gyrosphere. That's like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. That's what they're like. Hey, check this out. This one's new. Right. Um, I will say that I think it's cool that they're continuing the story of Claire and Owen and that like a lot of times with these sequels to the super successful movies, like the people don't come back and then you just get like the same movie retold with like similar characters. Dude, I hope they had a kid and that kid is on the island just like surviving, just like Oh shit. (laughs) Just like Jurassic Park three? Yeah. Just take it all. No, but I do speaking of Claire and Owen, um, I didn't love Claire that much in the first in uh, Jurassic World. So I like the stuff that I've heard about how her characters like apparently cares about dinosaurs and is like heading up an organization to go back and save them. And from the look of it, she looks like I, I like her. I think I like Bryce Dallas Howard now, and I'm I don't know. Oh, I think I like I'm, her. I think I'm ready to like really like her in this movie. So she yeah, I'm coming, really around. I'm coming around. <laughs> you, think, you think you might like her, Jake? Jake might like her a little bit. Um, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I feel um, yeah. No, go for it. You're good. Um, no, I, it's looking good. And I think like, I know a lot of people were getting mad. This is something we talked about, about how, if you watch this trailer, it almost seems like they're showing too much. And some people are like, why would they show like, you know, the volcano stuff? Like that's all going to be the end of the movie. Like the director came out and he was like, Hey, everything in that trailer is from before the first hour of the film. Dude, here's the question. Continue. What? Uh, are those ahead, dinosaurs going to come make it across and like be well, on in the city I, on land? Well, I'm I'm a, I'm 100% sure that I I think they are because there's even stuff in the so um you know there was that um <clears throat> there was that like behind the scenes thing that came out like a day before the trailer. Yeah. And it 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 showed uh so it showed Claire um Owen and uh, another character in this place, like kind of walking around, there's a body on the floor and then the body gets pulled behind that thing. Mm -hmm. That place they're in, that is the, that is the big mansion that you see at the beginning. Like, you know that, you know that picture that came out that had all the dinosaur bones. There's like a big Mm tricerc. That is that mansion. And that mansion belongs to uh, the character that's playing like John Hammond's partner or something. Yeah. Which I'm I'm pretty sure he, Pretty sure he does not live on the island. So, <laughs> no, um, no, so no, I am no. pretty sure dinosaurs are coming off this island. Like, I hope okay, it's sweet. the bad guy from Ace Ventura too. <laughs> that's it's just that's the him. whole plot. Yeah. It's him. Uh, yes, Mister Ventura. Um, <laughs> hey, so I I don't know if you guys know this, and I, I read this the other day, and I guess it could like it's it's a rumor. I don't know if it could be it's. I don't know if you can consider it a spoiler because nobody has, like, there's no news for this. Right. Yeah. But there is a website reporting that um, Sam Neill is in this movie. What? I mean, Alan. There's no reason why he couldn't or shouldn't be. Like, I think Sam Neill is the kind of guy who would get a call like, hey, want to do a cameo in the new Jurassic Park, work for a couple days or a day? Like, why not? You know, I hope yeah. he. I hope he is for sure. Like, I would. I would almost rather see Alan Grant come back than Ian Malcolm. And I and we we already know that Ian Malcolm is barely in this movie. Like, you know, I think we talked about it. We, I think our predictions are probably that he's only in that one. Scene. This is what you do. This Get is Laura what Dern. you do. <laughs> that scene with Jeff Goldblum. I hope that court, like that that tribunal or whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm. I hope that's the last scene of the movie. And it's setting up a third Jurassic World movie. And when he walks Ooh. out, Laura Dern and Sam Neill are yes. waiting for him. And they're and it's mm. like it's implied that the third movie oh. is we're going we're doing they're going, it. Yes. They're doing it. God, dude, that would be amazing. Pop the champagne. Because the dude, I got dude, that's what I want to see. I just yeah. got like goosebumps. Right. Like, just thinking about the three those three together. Yeah. Um uh the 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 website that's reporting they're they're reporting that he's been seen like around the set and um there's like no substantial news there's no pictures or anything but the but the website is also the first website that broke 
the rumor that Matt Damon was going to be in Thor. Yeah. Mm. So like they, you know, they're repping. They have they're they, repping. They so well, Jake, tell us about some of these new dinosaurs we're seeing. <clears throat> yeah. So um, <clears throat> they're I guess uh one of the main one of the main new dinosaurs is the Baryonyx, and that's the one that uh, whenever. Uh, in the trailer when he's like, it's the T-Rex, it's T-Rex. And she's like, it's not the T-Rex. And then that dinosaur comes out of the, like, the sewer, the Pennywise dinosaur. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's Baryonyx. Um, so that's going to be in the film. I don't know how much it's going to be in the film, but it is. Um, <clears throat> Forgive me, is that a real dinosaur? That is a real dinosaur, yeah, for sure. It's it, obviously, like, the rest of the Jurassic Park dinosaurs, I don't, I don't from what I can tell, it's probably not, like, the most accurate Baryonyx, but it is a real dinosaur. Um, you don't get to see it that much in the trailer, so I'm not right. sure. But um, <clears throat> as far as any other new dinosaurs, I'm not sure. There's uh, there's really one. Like, you sorry, I was gonna say that scene where is that the dinosaur with when they're like they've got all the lava dripping out of the pipes yeah. or whatever? Uh-huh. Yeah, like, that's that's the Baryonyx. That's yeah. very cool because like that aesthetic is different than anything we've ever seen in a Jurassic Park world. Yeah. <laughs> it looks <laughs> a Jurassic, a Jurassic Park, Park world. <laughs> no, you're, you're right in a entertainment, like entertainment weekly posted that picture of, of that scene with the dinosaur, you know, facing them down. And I was like, Whoa, I was like, this looks cool. Yeah. Like that was, I sent it to you guys and we were just like, Holy shit, this looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple other new dinosaurs. The, the T-Rex, the one, the one that the T-Rex takes down is a Carnotaur that, that, I think maybe there was one of those in Jurassic Park 3 for a very short period of time. But um, there is a new uh, hybrid in this movie. Okay. um, But they they haven't shown it yet. It's not in the trailer at all. And people are guessing that that's going to be what the the second half of the film is going to be about. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. God, what, what, what if it's a... What if it's like... What if it's a T-Rex, but it's like three times the size of a T-Rex? <laughs> I'm into it. It stops well, up the volcano. It's it's pretty much conf- – that would be amazing, but it's pretty much confirmed that it's like a raptor-sized Indominus. Right, like okay. a, like a T-Rex. They're, they're, they're calling it like an Indoraptor. Right, right. So you got a lot of them or just one? I don't know. If they're I, smaller, I don't know that usually yet. you get a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Usually you do, but I, I have no clue. I uh, hey. we they literally didn't show you anything from the second half of the movie. I think so. Anything less than Owen riding blue through the streets of New York, mm. and I'm not going to be happy with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am speaking of blue. I'm kind of excited. That was the one little scene that I liked is where it kind of yeah. all comes down on whether or not Blue recognizes Owen, which mm-hmm. reminds me of those like YouTube videos of the guy that like knew the lion cubs when they were little, but then sees them when they're older. And yep. it's like that tense moment of like, is it going to kill them or yep. recognize them? Is it going to eat yeah. face? I always hope, eat like, I'm face. like, cause usually the lion like runs up and starts licking up. But like one time the lion's going to be like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I say go completely post-apocalyptic. I would like to see Jurassic world or Jurassic park movies move into almost like a Planet of the apes style where like we have a third trilogy where smart dinosaurs ruling the earth. No, that's not what I was gonna say. Okay. <laughs> gotta be funny. They uh, learn speech. Yeah. Oh yeah. Caesar. Uh, <laughs> no, I like what if they what if they had a series of movies where like like the dinosaurs have like <laughs> the population started spreading and we live in a world where humans are having to coexist with dinosaurs. They're like and, a like, pestilence. And like hide from them. Right. And like live in societies like I don't know what because there's only so many times you can have a theme park with dinosaurs and the dinosaurs getting out or people going to an island like at some time you have to kind of take the next step. Yeah. Change the dynamic. Which that's, that's why. Dangerous. Yeah. Well, that's why for a long time um, before Jurassic World was was around the rumor and the scripts that were written were about, you know militarization yeah, and, weaponizing. And, and weaponizing dinosaurs and that there were scripts and artwork on that and and then they cut that and then they hint at that in jurassic world right and they kind of make you think that that's what the sequel is going to be about and then that's that's not what the sequel is about right mm-hmm. so like they hint at it you know and they 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 tell you 
you know, what's I forget his name, but the Edgar in the bug suit, he, he basically is like, you know, he says it. He's like, imagine three of these or a pack of these in, you know, overseas in the war. And, yeah. you know, like he, he he's literally telling them like, hey, that's what we want to do. And at the end, all the bad guys kind of get all their their work and their research and they take off the island and you're like, okay, well all those people are still around. So we're just going to continue this somewhere else. I think they're going to try to like infiltrate all the dinosaurs as they're getting off the island and like swoop in. And then that's like going to be about what's like what happens to them and actually rescuing them from like a bigger bad who's trying to take them to, to do just that. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be some sort of antagonist in the movie that is trying to... It's always Something worse than the volcano, because if the volcano's some, in that first bit, then there right, has to be... Right. Well, obviously, there's an asteroid heading towards Earth, and they need the world's best deep core dinosaur to yeah. go... Got it, got it. No, but I, I think... I'm telling you, I think, I think this finale is going to come down to uh, Blue versus the Indoraptor. Yeah, mm. probably. Okay. I bet that's what it's going to be. Yeah, and somebody's always trying that. to make money. Like, there's always going to be an evil corporation yeah, that's trying what to I'm figure saying. out. Yeah, I mean, engine's always around or whatever. Right. Right. And it, it makes sense because if you look at the real world, like, one of the most profitable things in the entire universe is war. Like, war makes money. So imagine, I, I've, I'm not against the idea of the, the, you know, using dinosaurs as weapons or as assets for, uh, you know, the prospect of going to war. But there's a there's a right and a wrong way to do that. Um, I don't know what those right and wrong ways are, but I would not. I've always said if I saw Jurassic Park, you you are you support that just in principle or in the movie as a plot not point? principle. I, I, was, I don't support using innocent animals. You know, okay, got it, got it, it for war. Okay, but okay. I would not mind seeing a war scene in like Afghanistan where we're unleashing like. 10 raptors on a bunch of terrorists like i want to see that who doesn't want to see that mm. but then <laughs> I it's like don't. you kind of don't okay i kind of don't right. i don't know like i feel like that kind of stuff gets that seems i don't know that's so far out there and i see what you mean by like we can't just keep going to the park and everything but like at that point it's not jurassic park anymore it's not yeah, like, exactly because the dinosaurs so themselves big, are that's characters. so big and it's such yeah. a crazy concept that it's like that's not what I what like if about part Jurassic of the story Park. is like mm-hmm. so you know you have like major theme parks and then you have like smaller carnivals and roadside attractions. What if like smaller like town to town carnivals are trying to like they're like bootlegging dinosaurs and trying to use yeah, and them. breeding them and inbreeding them yeah. and then those become yeah. dangerous? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. just think Something there's no way it. to really like I think Jurassic Park is kind of a I don't know. It's almost like a fluke. It's like the the first movie is so good and it was so well done and it's a perfect movie, I think. And there's no way to really continue that series without it getting silly and and way bigger than it should be and out of hand. You know, there's no way to do I it. I just think the the first Jurassic World, like it made so much money that it was like like when I first saw the trailer for Jurassic World, my first thought was, "Well, Jurassic Park's going to be back for one movie, and then it's going to go away again because mm. this yeah. does not look good." And it's right. weird because even it's not Chris Pratt's best work, mm-hmm. and it's this- not. And it's we're also. I feel like by the time Jurassic World came out, I was also hitting a point where I'm like, "All right, enough, Chris Sick Pratt." Him. I was yeah. kind of hitting that. Yep. Dude, thing. I was like ready for more when I went to see the movie, and disappointed because he wasn't. He wasn't. He's not funny. Yeah, he's not you funny. know, he's not like. Doesn't have any good lines. I will it's say, not a, it's not a Chris Pratt character. Jurassic World mm-hmm. has a really good rewatchability factor, though, because it has like it, five it or God six really visuals, really fun yeah, scenes. and fun. It, does, fun it really does. It really does. It's got a lot of good yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I mean, I mean you got to think about that stuff. Yeah, I liked that stuff, and I'm excited actually because I liked the parts of Jurassic World where they went back to the old park and I like seeing um, like where, you know, the nature's reclaimed the park kind of a thing. So I'm excited to see scenes like that and to see some stuff that I recognize from the last movie. You know what, you know, you know, you know what might be like a cool, a cool way to go with as far as a plot. Like what if, and I mean, I like they kind of have done this a little bit, but at the end of Jurassic World, you know, they all take their research. They're like, it's it's weird because in in all the Jurassic Park films you got like John Hammond 
and uh, the guy who you know what's his name Maserati or whatever who who ran Jurassic World. Right. They're like the good like visionaries who are just like we just want to show beauty to the world, you know. And then in both instances you have like infiltrators of yep. this other who are like no, we need it to do yeah. this and this. Like what if they just those people who are just like nope, we need to do our own thing. We need we need the John Hammonds to go away. What if they like what if in a in a plot down the road there was like another group who tried to make like their own Jurassic Park. You know what I mean? Like right. that's what happens in the real world, you know, Disney, Universal Studio, like there's right. there's yeah. competition. You know, McDonald's, Burger King, there's always competition. Like why isn't there another group of people being like, "Well, why can't we make fucking dinosaurs?" Yeah. Right. I mean, that's probably that's a, that's And that happens on the mainland or something like that. Yeah, yeah something stupid. Yeah. yeah. And it has a different name that's similar to Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's like Mesozoic, well, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cretaceous camp or something. I don't know. Mom, yeah. I want to go to the dinosaur dome this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, I do, though. <laughs> I want to go to the dinosaur dome. Yeah. That's yeah. a good name, actually. Yeah. I was imagining a movie where, the like, dinosaur. the Barbasol can or, like, an egg somehow wanders or, like, is lost and winds up at, like, the house. I'm, b- I'm basically thinking of E.T. Like, a bunch of kids have to race a dinosaur. And, like, I don't know how that happens. <laughs> but maybe yeah. that was... That's just my dream. With it, the government. Yeah. Hey, you know what? It wouldn't be bad to have a Jurassic Park movie where they scaled it down to just one dinosaur. Yeah, you know, that's like, what I'm that thinking. Kind of the plot, Duffer Brothers. That kind of a plot, like, it, it sounds, you know, what you were saying sounds ridiculous, but if you, re, you know, if someone sat down it and thought about it. It was my childhood dream, a, yeah. Exactly. But I wanted that. sat down and thought about it and worked out a plot that made sense, mm-hmm. scaling Jurassic Park down to, like, hey, this, we we have to protect this one dinosaur. Some people are after it. It's like, mm-hmm. have you ever heard of the movie Baby? No. Mm-mm. It's an it's an old movie from the eight. I just, you guys are gonna want to watch this movie. It's an old <laughs> movie from the eighties, and it's about uh, some people find. I haven't seen it in a very long time. Some people find like a living, like brontosaur. Okay. Uh-huh. And it's and it's a baby, and they're trying to take care of it and there's people after them and they're like you know trying to reunite it with its its family wherever its family is and it's like a whole the whole movie is like trying to just keep this dinosaur safe and keep it it away from the people who want it for you know all the wrong reasons and abby's watching the boss baby trailer right now wrong wrong trailer wrong trailer several movies baby but like a plot like that that would be cool. It would be a risk because they would be like taking this giant, you know, movie where everybody wants more dinosaurs and more tyrannosaurs and more, you know, and no. like Drop them that might be a serious way to. How do you reinvent it? Like, let's say this movie is like okay, and they have to go drop. Like, maybe it doesn't do as well as they want. They go like you have to think Jurassic Park is such a giant property for Universal that they're going to want to keep it going for a long time. And at some point, you have to reinvent yourself. They, I think they should burn everything down and just one dinosaur egg or one embryo makes it and that dinosaur is raised by three kids or two kids who are reminiscent of, like, Lex and Tim or something and, like, bring back the childhood wonder and that kind of shit. That's but then they have, to, like, they have to, like, go recruit, like, sent, like... There's another uh, dinosaur and then they breed, like, something... To, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, like, help... They should make... They should basically just make Logan... But instead of Logan, mm-hmm. it's Dr. Grant. And instead of fucking X-23, it's a dinosaur. Yeah. Dinosaur. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm it's sorry. a fucking road movie. And, like, they they pick up Ian Malcolm on the way. Uh-huh. Maybe they're try- Maybe all the dinosaurs are, like, like, the U.S. government's trying to eradicate all dinosaurs. And this is the last living. Like, they could call it Jurassic Park, the last dinosaur. And uh-huh. it's... Sam, like you said, it's Sam Neill going across country to meet up with somebody who's going to yes. preserve the last living. They're trying to take because, like, you got to remember mate. that. You got to remember that, even though yeah, like Sam too. Neill just got in Jurassic Park, he's he's a paleontologist. You right. gotta. Uh, I wish people could see me. I'm doing the Chris Pratt like fist thing in the air. Your fist thing. I just said they have to mate. So, um, like, there are ways. Like, that's why you you bring in talented writers who just want to take a stab at something and just try something different. Uh, it's not going to happen unless... It's not going to... 
I don't think it's going to happen because Jurassic World worked, you yeah. know, yeah. even beyond like maybe it even shouldn't have worked and maybe it did better than what I worry about is the inevitable like the series has run its course. Eight years have gone by and they're just going to remake Jurassic Park. Like, they just remake it. Yeah, because it, just... it, it'll reach a point where, you know, nobody can come back. They can't do original. You know, it's right. going to get so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I will say there, there's certain movies where you just are not going to ever be able to recapture what because the circumstances. It's not just the dinosaurs look good. It's it's all it's the build up. It's the director. It's the right script, the right time, mm-hmm. and everything just coming together and showing a viewing audience something that they've never even come close to seeing before. Jurassic Park for us, is what Star Wars was for people in the 1970s. We went to a theater and for the first time as children saw something that we couldn't believe. It scared the shit out of me and made me like more excited and on edge and like I I needed that rush and that experience. Yeah. Like I went out and got the soundtrack. We talked about it on that episode. Yeah, and that's why the movie is so special to so many people because that there's very few movies that are literal game changers and change the course of an entire of the entire film industry. Mm-hmm. Star Wars was one of them. Jurassic Park was one of them. And then you don't really have, you know, you, visual effects have been really good for a long time. So there's not like that's why James Cameron is trying to up the ante. That's why he wants to make more a- avatars. He's trying to do things that no one's ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, but, because when you break ground early in your career like that and like break the mold, you you want to replicate it and like do right. that same do the thing again. I've actually never thought about it like this. There's a good chance none of us are ever going to experience in a theater what we experienced as kids watching Jurassic Isn't Park for the depressing? first time. It's not depressing yeah. because you could go back. I could put on Jurassic Park right now and get all those same feelings. Hey, you say that. You say that. And there's a big possibility we might like watch Luke Skywalker die tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna walk out of I'm gonna walk out of the uh, last shot and be like, "Fuck dinosaurs, fuck Steven Spielberg, and fuck hey. you." Uh, talking to, you talking about Jurassic Park being remade though, I think um, luckily Jurassic Park was made by Steven Spielberg, and yep. he's got you know he's got a little bit of yep. he's got a little bit of sway on what happens, and um, I don't think he would allow an, a remake. Um, he's, he's very protective of his stuff and, you know, he, he has had like a say in whether or not his rides get pulled from Universal Studios. And like, I don't think if somebody wanted to make Jurassic Park, I don't think he'd let him, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it completely out of possibility that maybe one day down the road, someone tries to maybe make a more faithful adaptation of the book. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting. yeah, it would be. I would watch that, but I don't think, at least while Steven Spielberg is alive, I don't think any of his films are getting remade. Right. Because I guarantee, I guarantee you, Jaws would be made already. Right. Yeah. Right. Because of the um, obvious money and yeah, brand recognition. So, yeah. But what about Fantastic Park? <laughs> Fantastic, Fantastic Park. That's happening. Mm. Um. So look, we've got a lot to look forward to. We've got The Last Jedi tomorrow night. We've mm-hmm. got Jurassic uh, World Fallen Kingdom around the corner. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a Han Solo movie. We've got Avengers. We've got Black Panther and all sorts of... Uh, I say it every year, but 2018 is looking like it's going to be a really fun mm-hmm. year at the movies. Reserve your seats now. Um, and we'll see what happens with Jurassic World. I'm sure we'll get yeah. a couple more trailers, and, and as we build up to it, we'll be covering it more. And... Uh, I think we can all say it's going to be fun. Is it yeah, probably, for it's sure. not going to break sure. the ground. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe we'll have a couple twists and turns that we weren't seeing coming, but most of all, we just want to see dinosaurs eating people. Mm-hmm. I just want to see some, like, I just want to see, you know, the trick. They, they were talking like a big, they were talking so much about how this movie's going to have way more animatronics and be a little darker. And that was getting me very excited. And then, you know, Stuff starts coming out, trailer comes out, and I'm like, oh, cool. There's, like, no animatronics in this trailer. I was like, these are these are basically all, you know, CGI creatures. And But they have been releasing, like, there was a behind-the-scenes thing they posted today that's, like, a minute long. And uh, that behind-the-scenes thing has a lot of animatronics in it. So, like, I am excited we're at least getting more of that. 
Right. You know, I, 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 I'm not expecting, and I never was expecting like the whole movie, you know, not, I I wasn't ever expecting the ratio of animatronics to CGI that like Jurassic Park has. Right. Mm -hmm. But more, just seeing more of it makes me feel good about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Yeah, I, overall, I'd give the trailer like a B, B or B minus. Yeah, like, didn't blow, yeah. didn't blow my mind, but it, it's fine. It, it does. Claire's it, got boots on. I give that an A. You so. know what? What I've been learning is, like, I don't want to say regular people. A lot of your average moviegoers didn't even know there was another Jurassic Park being made. Right. Um, so it just brings awareness to the fact that four or five months from now, there's going to be more dinosaurs, and mm-hmm. uh, if this movie makes uh, half of what the first one made, I think they'll consider that a success. Yeah, there better yeah, be like I hope a, it does. an Owen figure, like an actual action figure that's like not a super tiny one. I that's hope the toys are better. I hope there's less vehicles. So Hasbro lost their Jurassic Park license and Mattel has it okay. now. Uh, Mattel definitely makes good toys. They do all the WWE toys. Yeah. They yeah. do all the DC toys. So their maybe, packaging's nice I haven't really too. thought about Maybe we'll get a really good line of... Uh, That'd be Jurassic great. Toys. Cool. That'd be great. We can maybe maybe they'll do like a retro line, and we'll get some of the older, you know, we'll get some figures from the from the first film. Yeah, yeah that'd be oh, cool. Oh, this is oh, I keep this is the twenty fifth anniversary this year, right? I was earlier. Yeah. I was like, it's almost the thirtieth. That's the twenty. No, it's the twenty fifth, and there's actually like I've seen um, like rumblings that they're they're gonna really be trying to push Jurassic Park this year, right. and there's a lot of. There's already like a lot of merchandise lined up. Their Jurassic Park is getting like a little line of those like little golden books. There's, oh, cool. there I, I've I've already seen people posting that like I think in Target or something. There's like new Jurassic Park like lunch boxes and you know coffee cups and stuff like that. But not Jurassic World like Jurassic Park. There's right. from from what I've been seeing like you know around all the like toy sites is that. There's gonna there's gonna be a, a good amount of Jurassic Park merchandise coming out this year. Good stuff. Well, if I ever knew three people that <laughs> could go to a store and have a little bit of fun looking for Jurassic Park toys, that's oh, the three yeah? people you're listening to. <laughs> uh, yeah. We will uh, have to go out and buy some toys, yeah, document our sure. adventures, that's and provide them for uh for the, sure. Yes, have some. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, cool. Well, we can call it a night there. I know we're all exhausted. Uh, we're recording later than we normally do. Uh, due to some technical difficulties and just yep. trying to get organized. But uh, tomorrow night, Last Jedi, mm-hmm. we will have our review coming up. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed that it's a heck of a good time. I'm going to bring my Rogue One tissues in with me. Very Good, good, good idea. Yeah, I, I might need, need a couple them. of those. Oh, whoa. <laughs> for crying. You know. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining Yes Have Some Podcast Episode 80. Uh, before we take off, please don't forget, Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. And then you can find the official discussion group for all Yes Have Some activities, uh, which is our Yes Have Some group therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just search uh, that on Facebook or link directly from our Facebook page. At YHS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We're very active on both of those. And uh, yeshavesomecast.com is where you can come. Check out all of our episodes. Of course, the easiest way to download us is going to be on iTunes. Go to iTunes, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. Uh, If you don't use iTunes, if you have an Android or use another uh, podcast app, make sure you go to Find Yes, Have Some and subscribe because that way the episodes automatically come to you. And also, lastly, stay tuned. Yes, Have Some will be available on Spotify in the next couple of weeks. Uh, We're trying to get that organized. Uh, But for all you Spotify subscribers, you'll be able to just... Go mm-hmm. find Yes, Have Some and stream it directly off your phone. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of ways to listen to us. Mm. Um, Do it. Anything mm-hmm. else before we sign There'll off? There's some ways to watch us, you know. Coming soon. up. Watch out. Ooh. Stay tuned Keep to the Yes, Have out. Some social media channels for more Ooh. announcements. Yeah. And uh, that's all we got. That's it. Oh, lastly, hey. uh, we have, we're going to be picking our winners tonight. Uh, we partnered with Ghost Core and Sony to give away a couple Ghostbusters-related uh, treats from the official Ghostbusters 2017 holiday gift guide. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to Erica Ghost Corps for reaching out and including us on that. Uh, it's always, we love Ghost Corps. Oh, we, we love Eric. We love sure. Eric, and uh, we're going to be giving away some really cool prizes. And uh, that's all I got. That's it. You good? I'm going to go get my seat. Like, I'm going to get in line go right now. Line I'm now. leaving for the movie theater now. Cool. Jake, anything else before we sign off? 
No, uh, I mean, I'm you know, let's just end it. Let's just end it with the words of Ian Malcolm. Okay. Okay. Which life, words? Life <laughs> cannot be contained. Yes. Uh-huh. Life breaks free. Uh-huh. Yes. Life finds a way. I like it. And also, there are going to be uh, some uh, dinosaurs on your dinosaur tour. <laughs> here, I, here I am uh, talking about dinosaurs again. Uh, now I'm uh, uh, by myself uh, talking to myself. Uh, couldn't have printed it that way. Um, that is one big pile of shit. That is okay. one big pile of shit. Cool. Uh, but you know what? Jeff Goldblum. We I dedicate this entire... Year to Jeff Goldblum. My life. He's amazing. He's he's the yeah. best. Uh, cool. I hope he's got a leather jacket on Ooh, this time around. Can't handle mm-hmm. all those zippers. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, episode eighty is in the books. We'll see you next week talking about Last Jedi. Stay tuned to social media channels for yes, have some for announcements mm-hmm. for Craig Goldberg. That's me, Abigail Gardner. And That's Jake, me, and Jacob Walsh. That's me. That's me. That's a wrap. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Have a good night. Enjoy The Last Jedi. May the Force be with you. Don't spoil it for other people. Yeah, don't be an asshole. Stay off the internet. All right, bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye, guys. Night.